Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International, and you are tuned into the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, that's hysteria! Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal. This is the Paranomaly Zone, your place for all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the paranormal poster boy himself, the king of sting, the master <laughs> of disaster, the count of Monte Fisto. Mr. Michael. Monte Fisto. <laughs> the Count of Monte Fisto, the one and only <clears throat> Michael Carbno. How are you, sir? Did you recognize yeah. that? Did you recognize that litany of of uh, phrases, terminology litany. that I Litany, yeah. And all I can come up with you is the master uh, of Bation. Oh, that was wonderfully clever. So, so, so clever. Was he wonderfully <laughs> clever there, Igor? No. no, I don't think so either. So no. Well, um, no. it's good. <laughs> Good, oh no! It's good to see you, Mike. Oh no! Um, we're back for the main podcast after uh, uh, a weekly. Uh, we kind of went off uh, astray a little bit in our new ventures into true crime last week. We had an absolute blast doing that, and it seems kind of odd describing such horrifying and disturbing topics. It, it's kind of odd describing them when we're you know, describing talking about them as fun. And having a blast and so yeah, fascinated, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think our listeners understand what I mean by that. But hey, if you guys haven't listened to it, go check out our yeah, it's dive pretty, into pretty true crazy. crime with uh, focusing on Ed Gein, the Plainfield Butcher, the House of Horrors. Yeah, that was uh, pretty disturbing to say. Yeah. The least. I still feel dirty. I still feel dirty. But it's, uh, <clears throat> it was advertised as uh, a true crime, but it it's just another sick and twisted. Oh, sure. Well, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But actually, you know, when we get into the uh, more into the episodes of uh, true crime, we'll have a more diverse and plethora of true crime subjects. Oh, well, yeah. One hundred percent. I agree with that. One hundred percent. And we'll and we'll just continue to get better and better. You know, that was our first. Oh, absolutely. First yeah. We've been saying that for. <laughs> nine years now i, I know think. Our, our eight listeners are getting I promise sick of it. it'll get better i, I promise <laughs> yes i'm feeling better i'm not quite dead yet but uh yeah anyhow <laughs> it is yeah, good to see good. you good to see you but no that litany of phrases descriptive phrases i threw towards you that is from none other than rocky part four so uh, really yeah that was apollo creed when he was coming out of retirement to fight Ivan Drago. And, yeah, I, um, I didn't see that one. Mister, uh, he was so excited and he was so hyped. He was hyping everything up. It was during the peak of the Russian-American Cold War and all that stuff. And Apollo Creed just had a thousand different ways he wanted to be described and introduced as. And so that's what that came from. Yo, Adrian. That was a terrible Sylvester Stallone. Terrible. I yeah, I, I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a Rocky fan. Oh, not even the first one. Uh, I, yeah, I watched it and I enjoyed it, but oh. <laughs> I watched yeah. it and I enjoyed it, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, the extreme sagging on the one side of his mouth just always bothered me. Oh, so okay, so you you need to rephrase <laughs> that. You're not a Sylvester Stallone fan. Oh no, he he's great. He's a great actor. He's uh, yeah. 
But yeah, I, I like Sylvester Stallone. Okay, you're you're just saying that because you're afraid he's listening right now and he's going to hunt you down. <laughs> yeah, because you know damn well Sylvester Stallone is listening to small little paranormal podcasts yep, yep. out there. Absolutely. Uh, okay, I get you. I get you. No, I was. Uh, you have to understand that Rocky Part Four came out when I was ten, and yeah. I was just mesmerized by that movie. And it's 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 ninety minutes, and about eighty six of them are either fighting or training montages yeah sure <laughs> you know, that's the the remaining yeah. four minutes three minutes are is the plot but hey yeah i didn't matter i loved it is, is it the first one where he he was punching a side of beef it was yes yeah was i think the, i smelled at the end of the day after that well i guess i've never really thought you know, wipe off those whatever the bandages yeah the bandages yeah, exactly he's covered in dead pig blood or whatever the hell it was he yeah. was pounding on or yeah, a, a lot of sinew and and uh, yeah, and uh, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, tallow. A lot Ooh. of beef tallow. Oh yeah, sorry, I said pigs. Yeah, they flying were, they all were, over uh, the place. They were they were uh, <laughs> dead like beef cattle. tallow after you eat a Big Mac and eat that tallow that is just dripping <sighs> off of a Big Mac. It's stuck in your throat and <sighs> and you got to keep you know it just it it's bad it it cancer something i don't know i'm just, anyway i yeah i just ate and now you're making me like yeah. wish i didn't tallow so i don't like that word this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why it just it, it's it's just unrendered fat well still <laughs> I, unrendered fat that sounds like the worst band name ever we're unrendered fat and we're gonna be here all week yeah. Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> right. So, There's something I don't. Uh, know. Good golly, Miss Molly. But hey, man, we're here. We need to talk paranormal and weird, odd, strange, mysterious yeah. stuff. Uh, this Enough one is of Rocky Balboa <laughs> and beef tallow. Yeah, please, please. Um, this definitely <laughs> falls. Okay, moist. During beef shut up, tallow. shut okay. up. Okay. <laughs> um, this you know when I describe the show at the beginning of each episode, you know I say you know we focus on all things paranormal, strange, and mysterious. Where would you list this one, Mike? Would this fall under paranormal, strange, or oh. mysterious for you? If you had to choose one, which one would this fall oh. into? Well, they all fit, but uh, one must fit better than the others. Yeah. What do you Two call? of these things do not belong. What say you? What say um, you? Well, it, you know, it's kind of hard. Um, mysterious, maybe. Paranormal, it's kind of hard putting paranormal on because this could just be a guy with a, just a real, a real odd quirky well, thing. Yeah. But then again, you know, after a while, when it starts getting into the exorcism part. Yeah. Yeah. The demonic parts. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's odd for me too, man. I guess since you, since you refuse to answer, I'm going to label it under paranormal just because of yeah. the uh, exorcism. Right. Portion. I would have to agree with that actually. Okay. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Well, um, in case you haven't figured it out by the title of the show and when you clicked on this podcast because uh, you wanted to listen to it, hopefully. Yeah, we're talking about the strange, bizarre case of Bill Ramsey. Probably best, well, not probably, definitely best known as the South End Werewolf. Uh, yes. First off, what a reputation, huh? <laughs> well, absolutely, have but you, he's well-deserved. Have you seen Bill lately? You know, it's, you, know, you know, Bill, the werewolf. He's out in the backyard bearing a bone. I know. It's like, my <laughs> gosh, if this was a hoax, I mean, this guy is just absolutely, you know, his life is ruined, basically, but I, I don't know. Maybe it is. He's in, the, he's in the closet chewing on what's left of that chicken. Probably, yeah. hope he's not hacking on the bone. He got it up. No, thanks, Cousin Eddie. Uh one thing I do want to throw out there right away, and I'm not suggesting anything. Even okay, though I, even let's though I, hear it. Even though I kind of might be, kind of maybe, I guess, that during this story, we'll, we'll get to this too, Mr. Bill Ramsey was paid $20,000 for his story mm. from a British tabloid. Now, mm. is that just the British tabloids trying to jump on top of a legit occurrence and they're just trying to sensationalize it as much as they can to get their money's worth? Mm -hmm. Or is it maybe perhaps vice versa? Um, <sighs> well, I, really I would do not like. Know. I would like to know when he was offered this for the 
for the story, um, right. how far into it, uh, you know, how sure. long after the original event happened, if the original event actually even happened, yes. it smacks of weekly world news. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of so, does. It kind of does. But you know, this is a fascinating topic, and we're not dismissing it offhand immediately. We oh, are, absolutely. We are yeah, not. We're just that. looking at all angles. We're looking at it from all angles. Um, well, let's just dive right into it, Mike. Okay, let's. Yeah, let's I, I'm ready. Well, for, first and foremost, um, for those of you who may not know, and if you're listening to this podcast and interested in topics like this, you probably do know, there is a term out there, there is a descriptive term of a mental illness called lycanthropy. Right. Now, this is essentially a, well, it's described as a mental illness where people essentially believe that they are animals. More, mm-hmm. more prominently, they believe that they right. are werewolves. They act right. like well, such. The word lichen is right. really a yeah. The word lichen really likens to the <laughs> there you go idea of uh, werewolfism. It's from the Greek term lycos, wolf, and anthropos, mm-hmm. man. Mental disorder in which the patient believes that he is a wolf or some other non-human animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now is this? Well, he simply, sure played the part well. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Now is this simply a a uh, case where lycanthropy can be labeled as the cause? Well, we don't know. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah. The story of Bill Ramsey. This man was born in 1943, Essex, London. We're just going to skip right to where all the crazy stuff happens. Well, you know, well, like a little uh, short intro to him. I mean, yeah. he explains that this happened to him. Or the first time he felt anything that had to do with it, so he was nine years old. Yeah. So it goes way back in his his life where he's playing outside, and he said he started to feel strange, and uh, um, and then he said that he felt this like this frigid, cold blast come over him. Icy wind. This, yeah. Icy and this extremely bad foul stench. Yes, and so that, that when he's stench. nine years old in this, yeah. That stench like well, yeah, made him. Go. That stench like made him like nauseated. He said, "Right, felt like he was going to vomit." Um, but, um, but what's weird is that while this was going, he said that there were two things on his mind when this was happening, and it doesn't. This doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the first one, he won. He he had in his mind of running away to a life on the ocean wave. And I don't know what that means. He and wanted to wolves. run away. He, he had visions of wolves, and he envisioned right. himself running to the ocean on all fours. That's oh, what this okay. Well, you and had. I must have researched two different stories. Well, that's fine. We need we <laughs> tackle it from all different angles. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, strange, very strange. He he also he described the sensation that he felt when he was nine years old on the backyard. He's playing in the mm-hmm. garden, and you know he was just having kind of normal flights of fancy of a little kid that usually that they usually have but when these sensations came over him he, he also even though it was this icy cold wind he began sweating profusely mm-hmm. right and the, it ended up actually you now this is according to the story that the f- sweat froze froze on him. on him yeah and he described that as like he likened it here's a term again likened it <laughs> to uh, <laughs> To like being outside on a hot summer day and then walking into a cold meat locker. That's how mm. we describe it. You know, like just that glistening mm. sweat just freezing immediately on you, basically. So, so the only question I have from that then is yeah. when he went and felt like going into that meat locker, yeah. would Rocky Balboa have been <laughs> getting on a slab of meat? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um, well, uh, Chris Walken, would, would Sylvester Stallone have been in that meat locker? I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Sorry. Well, if he doesn't know, then nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. Uh, <laughs> when, uh. You, when you first said when you first said there's only two thoughts on his mind, for some reason I thought mm-hmm. of Alpo and Pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that was, maybe he was thinking about that as well. But I guess we're not, uh. not certain. <laughs> But yeah, with these visions of these wolves, and he also s- described having these feelings of of rage, yeah, and hatred. Ec- yep, extreme rage mm-hmm. uh, came over him. A yeah. ru- rush of adrenaline, so much so that he had, like, essentially, this is a as a nine year old kid. And I listened to his interview right. with him earlier today. And by the way, Bill Ramsey, the interview that I watched him with. 
two interviews I watched of Mr. Bill Ramsey. He comes across as a very sincere person. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to put that out there right now. Is he just a really I did good? Not is he get a just a video. really good actor? I don't know, or if he's to me he came across as sincere. Mm-hmm. I mean, take that for what. It's but you, you, did you notice though that when you you look at his face, just normal, he doesn't look great. Well, hey, I mean, well, it's just yeah. the shape. It's just the shape and the features. It's not like very much so. No, he 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 doesn't. Not like he's uh, grotesque or anything. But no. Um, but you can see where you know the teeth. If he just opens his mouth up and his teeth look like he's like doing a snarl without even trying. You know, that's a great point, Mark. Uh, you Mark, know, Mike, because he he had he has very prominent teeth, particularly his mm-hmm. his upper teeth, right. and. And you can see, you know, as we go along with the story, a lot of people describe him when he's in these fits, how they say his lips curled back and his mm-hmm. teeth became, you know, very prominent. And, you know, maybe maybe it's people overreacting to this man who's really acting crazy and they're just focusing on his already prominent. Uh, right. You you put that together, uh, you, the way he already looks with him adding to it by snarling and yeah. throwing his eyebrows or whatever and putting his claw hands up like claws i mean yes yeah he yeah. did he did that yeah. often where like mike I, you can't see him obviously listeners but you know mike held up his hands like you're doing kind of like the the well you you saw how, how like, like a velociraptor how yeah like a little velociraptor <laughs> with a tiny or t-rex with its tiny little arms you know it's like yeah. i don't know it doesn't hiss like a wimpy little snake like i just did but uh yeah but you go ahead and and Continue on with the story when he was a nine-year-old boy and his rage and yeah, his, adrenaline and strength that he showed. He came across, um, well, essentially when he was going through this fit and his parents, you know, had noticed him going through this and they come out to try and, you know. They stayed, yeah, and then they stayed back, went back in the house and stayed there because they after, didn't know what else to do. After witnessing <laughs> their nine-year-old son, nine years old, pull out two to three-inch square-thick posts Fence posts that were cemented in to the ground with the with the fence still attached. And this kid, this is nine years old, swinging it around. (laughs) Nine years old, he starts swinging it around like a like a like a mad mad dog, whatever you want to call him, and smashes it onto the ground until it falls apart and breaks. And like you said, Mike, his parents are like going, "Uh, uh, "No, that's not cool." (laughs) So this is not normal. He also and then and then. Oh, go ahead. No, Sorry. you go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. I don't want to talk over you, man. Go no, ahead. I was just going to say that he, after that, and then he takes the, the mesh of the fence mm-hmm. and starts chewing on it. Chewing on it until he starts bleeding from the mouth. Yeah. Uh, Something's happening there. Now, is this just a, a once-in-a-lifetime bizarre psychotic episode? You know, perhaps. But. it is. It is at that time. It is at that time. This wasn't the only time. Now, what's intriguing is that this didn't happen again for, what, 15 years? Another 15 years later, it took for him to have another episode like this. And then, uh, you know. And And during that 15 years is where he had gotten married and he'd uh, um, had uh, some children and lived a a fairly normal, happy life. Worked as a carpenter, uh, Mm -hmm. well-known, well-known, well-liked in the neighborhood. Now, after he got married, he started having nightmares again. And yeah. these, these nightmares included uh, more animalistic visions that were appearing that would terrify him. And he would start waking up in his room after these nightmares, and he would swear that he heard the sounds of panting animals in his room mm-hmm. before realizing that it was he himself who was making right. these noises. Right. And these nightmares that he would have, they were always the same of him chasing his wife. And and he was uh, he would always be not too far behind her. And she would turn around in terror as she's running and then she'd, you know, keep running mm-hmm. again. And, and so, yeah, very bizarre. Yeah, it doesn't so seem his like life a- up to this point. I mean, whatever events are happening why it takes so long between at this point uh, it is strange but um like what happened when he was nine years old and then now it's uh it, it's changed into just having nightmares until well you know, yeah this is what it's we into start. his next steps of this whole 
issue. You know, in be, you know, like we say, 15 year, years between the first and second event. And the second event took place when he was at a pub with some pals. Right. Uh, hanging out, just doing doing pub things. And when he was sitting on his bar stool and he claims that he started feeling the same sensation that he felt when he was nine years old. He started feeling like he was being surrounded by this ice, icy coldness. And he started feeling very, you know, like nauseous again. And he, and he decided to run to the bathroom because he wanted to get away. And then he wanted to try yeah. and uh, regroup. And this is when he said that he, upon looking in the mirror at his reflection, Bill claims that his reflection right. was that of a wolf looking back at him. Yeah, a werewolf, yeah. Now, okay, let's stop and pause for a second. If this is legit, holy crap. Um, <laughs> what, okay, Mike, what the hell would you do? Would you just go back out to the bar and try and have down a couple more pale ales? Well, what? I would go back, but I would first, I would comb my face. <laughs> make sure that I... <laughs> uh, Slam but, a couple of Guinnesses. Know. I don't know. Uh, what's strange, though, is he, he sees a werewolf in the mirror. But then when he does go back out, he obviously doesn't actually look like a werewolf because otherwise his friends would be like, you know, hey, dude, you look like a werewolf. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go shave your your face. (laughs) It sounds crazy. It sounds bizarre. But who's to say we certainly aren't. Uh, And, you know, this occasion. was as I said, took place 15 years after the the um, original. Yeah, it gets it gets it keeps going. It keeps, keeps going. going. Yeah, it keeps this. going. I believe it was like another 18 months after this particular event. So a, a year and a half later, Bill said that he started feeling uh, chest pains and he started feeling again. No, well, did, what about the what about the drive home well, after the pub? I'm looking at my notes. What take it over, Mike? I must have missed that one. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> when they left the pub, I mean, it was a carload of guys. I mean, he was sitting in the back seat as a passenger. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep. I just had to look further down on my notes. I go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um, it was it was a passenger. He started getting that. Uh, um, well, without any war- warning, uh, he began to growl, and his he lifted his hands up like I was showing earlier and yeah. twisted into claws. And then he tried to bite the leg of uh, his friend that was sitting next to him. Yeah. Now, this is the first part of uh, the first of many occurrences where he starts actually physically trying to attack people right. and biting exactly. them. Um, and then uh, the, the driver stopped, pulled over, um, and it, they wanted they were trying to get him out of the car. And, it, and, and they couldn't. It was like they were they were just fighting him. And it took all of them to actually get him out. And then by the time he got out, he had calmed down and things were fine. Um, but that's when after 18 months of relative quiet. Okay. Then takes, that, yeah. And that's when we get to the part where he starts clink, uh, complaining of chest pains. And by the way, right. I don't, I don't want to hang crazy. out. I don't want to hang out with anybody who wants to bite me, um, ever. So <laughs> well, it depends on how, how hard oh, yeah, I it, guess it's done. There's friendly nibbles, I guess, you know, if it's the, a, if it's like a little, if it's like a, a nibble, like uh, like an old lady with no teeth, and that's oh, not so bad. That's a horrible, <laughs> horrible comparison. Uh, I just, I don't, I, I don't know what that feels like. Thank God, but okay, yeah, yeah I'm going to have nightmares about that now. <laughs> oh, uh, some Good some Lord. extremely old lady with like leathery skin, no, and, uh-uh. and smiling and laughing and like <laughs> clapping her her gums together <laughs> coming at you patrick patrick Lord. you don't hear click click a teeth you just hear no the, yeah. that little that little moist wet chomping stop yeah stop <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and she grabs your hand and, and sucks your fingers into her mouth and starts <laughs> fit my whole hand in there yeah uh, uh, okay Ugh. Carry on. <laughs> way words on. Yeah. So um, after suffering chest pains, uh, he admitted himself into the hospital. And this is where things start getting crazy again, because he starts slowly starts to. This is while he's lying on the hospital bed being right. examined. And he slowly starts. Um, gosh, I, I hate saying transforming, but definitely mm-hmm. um, mentally he starts losing it even more so. 
uh, uh, maybe psychologically as well. But it gets to the point where he bites the nurse that yeah. was tending to him, jumps out of his bed, proceeds to run around the hospital on all fours while burying his teeth and snarling. <laughs> Mike, what the hell? Now that'd be enough to freak even the most hardened nurse and doctor out, I would think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then and, and, and he he chomped onto that nurse's arm, I guess. Uh, the way it sounded, he got a hold of her pretty good. And they um, had the they I believe they called police to the hospital yes. and it took uh, several a uh, police officer and staff members to finally be able to hold him down and sedate him. Right. Uh Again, this is these are legit accounts. I mean, this stuff did happen. Why it was happening, I guess that's why we're talking about this right now. Now, again, yeah. nothing else happened for another two months until Bill admitted himself to the hospital again. And essentially the same stuff happened. The whole by this time, the whole nursing staff were terrified of Bill. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they they remembered him from before and mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, he leapt at, you know, during treatment, he leapt at all the staff and he was basically trying to do the same stuff he was before. And one thing that's interesting, Mike, every time that Bill would calm down and come to, so to speak, he would never remember what had happened. Mm-hmm. Now, is that true? Do you believe that? Hmm. Well, I mean, who's to say? I'm not calling him a liar, but I mean... I'd be ashamed enough to not want to admit that's to it. kind of what I'm saying. That's kind of what <laughs> I'm know? suggesting or like or embarrassed, you know? Right. Now, uh, more and more crazy stuff continues to happen. I believe this was the year 1987. It was at this point mm-hmm. when Bill's really kind of going off the deep end. So much so that for whatever reason, it says here, he's much more public spirited at the time though. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. But, yeah. For whatever reason, 1987, Bill decides to pick up a prostitute. And upon picking her up, he decides to drive her straight to the police station. Mm-hmm. Not just for, I mean, why he was doing this, I guess we don't know. No one will really ever know. Long story short, he ends up terrifying this poor prostitute. Yeah. Same occurrences happening, bared teeth, flaring yep. teeth, snarls. Calling her a dirty whore. Ah, you dirty, dirty whore. Ah, you dirty whore. <laughs> you know, um, and, and I think this is when more cops were called on him. Mm-hmm. And this gets kind of creepy because one cop that Bill, upon when the, when, I, let me rephrase that, when the cops arrive and they're trying to apprehend a crazy, crazy Bill Ramsey at this point, Bill lashes out at one particular police officer and he screams these words at the officer. A burly one, he said, uh, bigger than Ramsey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I was listening to some interviews with other officer eyewitnesses to the same event, they were saying that this is, yeah, this one man was not a small guy by any means. But the quote is, and this was actually written down by another officer, Officer Terry Fisher, he wrote Terry down, Fisher? T- Terry Fisher. Oh, Terry Fisher. okay. And another officer eyewitness was a Mr. Tony Belford. They had described uh, Bill Ramsey as undergoing, quote-unquote, very unnatural behavior. <laughs> but Officer Fisher also said that he had, quote-unquote, mad, staring eyes. And he also wrote down the quote, this is what Bill Ramsey screamed when he was attacking the one officer. He says, when the devil is in me, I am strong. The devil is in me. I am going to kill you. Uh, okay, that's fair, fairly terrifying. I do not uh, enjoy that. I can't imagine that being very enjoyable for the uh, arresting officers. Now, after finally being apprehended, he was sent to a psychiatric um, ward for evaluation. He was in there for 10 days of tests, 10 days of tests, and they were unable to come up with any sort of discernible, determinable, I get, is that a word? Any sort of cause, any sort of reason to determine the cause for his behavior. Now, is 10 days a really long enough time to find an answer? Who, who, who knows? That seems like a long time to me, but they couldn't find anything in 10 days to describe <clears throat> his behavior. What are your thoughts on that, Mike? If, yeah. If any. <laughs> they did enough tests on him, different kinds of tests. Anyway, go ahead. 
No, I didn't. I, I was throwing it to you. Way to take over, buddy. <laughs> um, That's all right. We got to. We only all they came up with is that, you know, there was some issue that needed resolving, but nobody should really switch from mild mannered rational to rampaging berserker and back again in the space of a few minutes, unless there is something seriously wrong. Quote. Yeah. No, agreed. But after this is when it really gets interesting because uh, that's one. And, the, and the the pictures of this is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, shortly and, after know, this the, is when the, the demonologist and exorcism. Yeah. Go ahead. So, shortly after this, I know. I apologize, Mike. We're talking over each other quite a bit. We're I'm, yeah, we are. I'm freezing up a little bit, so I apologize <laughs> to the listeners if uh, it's if, if it's noticeable on your end. But like Mike said, this is where it gets even more uh, creepy, weird because this is when the uh, Warrens Ed and and Lorraine Warren get involved. Yeah. And they brought um, the best in. They brought the best in, that's for sure. Uh, well, you know, Mike, this is perfect timing, though. It's time for our, a time traveling excursion. Yes. Uh, our time traveling excursion is going to sound a bit different. It's going to sound like a, a, a nuke alert um, just for just for today. <laughs> we'll see how this one goes over. So uh, we're going to come back. We're going to uh, dive into this even more and wrap it up. And it's going to be good. So do not go anywhere, boys and girls. Mike, mute your mic. My, my uh, Mute your mic, my friend. Hold on, boys and girls. We shall be all right back. And we are back after yet another successful time traveling excursion. Uh, Mike, as we said, this is where the story starts getting pretty pretty darn uh if it well it's creepy and bizarre and whacked out as it is but uh right now we're bringing in the warrens ed and lorraine warren famed uh, paranormal researchers demonologists it's exorcism time uh, <laughs> exorcism no I, I i do need to point out that ed was very hesitant about investing about looking into this case yeah it was it was Lorraine's, uh, she thought of it when she saw it on a, well, they were on a trip to London and they had seen a news story about it. And that's where Lorraine came up with the idea of, uh, uh, they she'd talked to the police and uh, gotten the opportunity to meet up with the Ramses. Yeah. Yeah. And Ed was like, are you mean to tell me that we're going to go investigate a werewolf? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it took a little convincing from Lorraine because, you know, she was like, well, yeah, this could very well be a demonic possession. And mm -hmm. Ed's like, oh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So let's let's look into this. And and they did. Um, after doing all their preliminary uh, research. And everyone got together, Mike. Um, they, they did. Flew. Well, he had actually. Oh, sorry. That's fine. There, there is a tabloid <laughs> paper that actually sponsored a trip for the Ramses to go to, to uh, the Americas. Yes, back and they got together. Yep, back to Connecticut to meet yes. up, hook up with the with the Warrens to undergo said exorcism. Now, I, I watched like this twenty minute, um, I guess special. It looked like it was aired in the nineties, judging by what you know what it looked like. And um, I saw some exclusive photos from this exorcism. It was kind of interesting. Uh, the program promoted them as exclusive photos and like never before seen. But this was like mm -hmm. said, back in the nineties. You know, they 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 weren't the ones that they did show. They, there's nothing that was grotesque or utterly bizarre and out of the ordinary. Then I'm not saying this flippantly, but it looked like kind of a, an average ho hum exorcism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Bill's face, you know, the photos I saw, you know, he's kind of contorting his hands again, like you said, like the mini, mm -hmm. the, the T Rex arms. <laughs> yeah. And the flared out teeth, you know, the curled, ba curled back lips, closed eyes. Um, I mean, he did look like he was not enjoying it, that's for sure. Well, in the beginning of the exorcism, um, well, the night before, actually, there's a little thing here that happened was uh, mm -hmm. the night before the exorcism, um, Bill had actually tried to strangle his wife yes. during the middle of the night. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. That is something that we could yeah. not uh, look past. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he he was very very leery of undergoing this exorcism. Yeah. Uh, when they first mentioned this to Bill, he's like, "Oh, what? Uh, I don't think so." But he you know he eventually uh, agreed to this, and like mm-hmm. he, and then the, uh, he was obviously feeling feeling very apprehensive about it, uh, very nervous, very tense, and you wonder if that maybe you wonder if emotional states kind of maybe set off if if we're buying into this as not being simply a mental disorder. If we're going to look at it as something paranormal, uh, something demonic, you wonder if like emotional state, like high levels of anxiety can maybe help trigger, help, you know, on, you know, bring on the onset of these onset of these symptoms. And mm-hmm. ba- they basically start it all off. I mean, do you think that that's a possibility? Mike? I, I'm sure that's a possibility. I mean, you know, high ramped up emotions in general, I think would, uh, you know, that it, it gives off that energy and could definitely trigger some things. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, just look at us, yeah. look at us, normal, normal folk, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We all, we all go through our high levels of emotions for whatever reasons. Cripes, you should see me during a Minnesota Vikings game. I probably, I <laughs> probably look like I'm suffering from lycanthropy myself during those damn. Yeah. Games. Well, if I was sitting through a Minnesota Vikings game, you would just, hear heavy breathing and snoring <laughs> coming from me uh yeah but that's with any football game because I, I just i don't like it i know you've never been a football guy yeah i just never have been no you're sort of a base like you're it. sort of a baseball guy yeah yeah, yeah. more so but yeah, yeah. yeah yeah definitely a twins fan and all that stuff mm-hmm. but, well anyway so yeah we're neither, neither so the first either. half hour of this exorcism was pretty pretty quiet though i mean uh from what I had researched here, he uh, it was being done in Latin. Uh, nothing happened at all for about a half an hour. It was performed. Then, performed. I want to point out, was performed by mm-hmm. Bis- Bishop Robert McKenna. Right, this. and that's like the who worked with the uh, um, with the uh, Warrens. Warrens yes. frequently, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Um, but then all of a sudden he takes on this entirely different appearance. You know, the face contorted, both hands formed the claws. Um, McKenna commanded the demon demon to leave. And then it is said that the full force of werewolf fury descended on McKenna one time and then disappeared for good. And it does say that the whole event was recorded on film. And I see a picture here of him that uh, the caption reads that during the exorcism in Connecticut, Bill Ramsey begins to physically change into a werewolf, but all it is is a snarling face and the hands right. coming up. Right. You know, there's no werewolf changing into it at all. Well, uh, that, it doesn't sprout fur or nothing like that or pointy well, ears. No, well, that, that's interesting you said that because the um, the interview that I saw with Ed and Lorraine, Lorraine, now this is what Lorraine claimed. She said that during the exorcism, mm-hmm. she noticed and probably several, several other people um notice that the muscles in the back of his neck again this is according to Lorraine the muscles in the back mm-hmm. of, of Bill's neck began to like uh enlarge in is not enlarge not enlarge you know and almost I'm like enlarged yeah <laughs> enlarged there you go um and and can you enlarge in your your neck muscles can I enlarge in them for you let me give it a shot yeah. um they I should do it <laughs> oh, no. I can do anyway it. go ahead uh, I should take it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the 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 neck muscles back, the muscles in the back of the neck began to grow. Let's just put it that way. They appeared yeah, to be growing, and they yep. got larger and larger. And this again is according to Lorraine. She said that his ears began to elongate. That's what Lorraine really? Warren yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Mike, do you believe Lorraine Warren on that one? I'm asking oh, you boy. flat out. There's our yay and nay. <laughs> oh man, no kidding, no kidding. Um, God, I don't mean to put you on the you know, spot. You I, don't I, have you don't have to answer. No, That's a tough but one. with 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 Lorraine, Ed, and Lorraine. I mean, you know, I have such great respect for them, but you know, it could have been a uh, uh, the heat of the moment kind of thing where she's seeing things and. Sure. Seeing things she wishes that she could see and prove that mm-hmm. this is yes, whatever. It's like their perception. Who knows? I'm not saying this is the case, but maybe they're like, maybe they want to see something so bad that their perception is distorted. Mm-hmm. You know, and sure. so yep. you know, she also claimed 
Well, they both claimed that talons were seen to be growing out of his hands. Talons. talons. Now, again, is that mm. just is that the heat of the moment? Is that emotions running high and he's making these fate, these hand gestures like this, mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of ramped up, anyways? Maybe yeah. the lighting might not be the greatest, you know, the greatest. But, and but it, after the complete transformation, he turns into Lon Chaney Jr. Well, I was gonna. I thought it was Michael J. Fox. They turned into. Well, yeah, that too. In, yeah, t- Teen Wolf. <laughs> it was in his younger years. Yeah, very, very, very much so. Very much so. Uh, back, okay. There's uh, an old gypsy woman standing in the doorway watching this. That's very true. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Stevie Nicks. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I I forgot to mention something uh, before we dove into the exorcism part uh, part here, Mike. Okay. Oh, well, you know, before I go back to there, do we have any final thoughts? Any major points that we missed? From the exorcism, I know that supposedly nothing has happened. No occurrences like this have happened to Bill since right. then. Now, we were looking, listeners help us out right now. We were trying to look to see if Bill Ramsey is still alive. Um, yeah. We did not uh, do our due diligence and find an answer. Yeah, I know. Well, at the end of this, if I, I should just read this real quick, uh, what, yeah. how this ends here. Please do. Um, it says, has it ended? Bill Ramsey last appeared in public in 1992 when he updated his progress. Just before his exorcism, the transformations were increasing in both frequency and seriousness. Since that time, there have been no incidents recorded. No one has been rampaging uncontrollably through the streets of South End on Sea in almost 15 years now. But Bill Ramsey has been quiet for just as long as that. Yeah, before. that's right. Exactly. You know, so, 15 years in between done? 15 years in between, you know, events, occurrences. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing was uh, supposedly nothing was found psychiatrically speaking or physiologically speaking, for that matter, to to utilize or not to utilize to prove or disprove a cause for what was behind mm-hmm. all of this. That's always interesting right. to me. All these doctors, these people far smarter than you and I could ever dream of being, Mike, they couldn't find any answer as to what was causing right. this. With all the tests and psychologically and physically. Because he was let go. I mean, done. he was he was held in the yeah. psychiatric ward. He, tests ran, ran on him for 10 days. You know that, And they're like, well, there's we can't find anything wrong with you, so we can't hold yep. you here. You know, Exactly. That's really intriguing to me. Yeah, I wonder if there is any, during this whole time, any uh, mutilated human remains have been found anywhere. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> you know. No kidding. Something you could link to a, a werewolf attack. But. And Bill Ramsey, he wouldn't have no memory of it, you know, if, this, sure. if all yeah. this is true and all. Hey, yeah. Okay, getting back to what I, I wanted to say a, a while ago, upon his... his um. Second arrest when he was actually uh, kind of incarcerated overnight. Now, this was according to the officers Tony Belford and Terry Fisher, particularly uh, Tony Belford specifically. He was standing next to this was the film that I was watching earlier today. He was standing next to the jail cell door. I, guess, I don't know if it was the jail cell door or like maybe the psychiatric ward of the jail cell. Mm-hmm. Are there such things that they put in like people in padded rooms and in jail well, cells? Sure. There's, you know, the the special rooms for yeah, the special there are folk. Certain wards for yeah. things like that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you can picture this where it's just it's a heavy, heavy, uh, uh, secure door with just like probably um, I'd say an eight by six opening in the front there. Enough to put a food tray through. Exactly. That's it. (laughs) Now, this is according to the officer, and he looks straight at the camera, and he's telling me, he goes, like, as bizarre as this sounds, I saw this, and my fellow officers saw this. When Bill Ramsey was in that cell, he said somehow Bill, and fit through this little 8 by 6 square, fit not only his entire right arm, his right shoulder, but also his head through no way. that eight by six yeah. opening. And he says, it seems like it's impossible, but I saw it. And he, hmm. in the middle of his fits, he somehow squashed himself through that. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, mm, that's strange. And, and you can go find that clip on YouTube, everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, yeah, I should. There's on this this page that I've had. I there is a one uh, YouTube video that's on there, but and then you know what the weirdest thing would have been is uh, weirder well, than what in, we've talked about already. <laughs> Holy cow! What's that? I said weirder than what we've talked about already. Well, Ooh. well, well, yeah, because like if he were to be on all fours, like doing this, this whatever rampaging, like a, a wolf type thing. And then he goes to the wall and lifts his leg <laughs> on the wall. And then it's like, you know, I'll bet you off. This guy is turning into something yeah. inhuman. I agree. I know. Calm down. Chris walking <laughs> peas on the officer's leg and stuff like that. And, and then Ed sitting in the chair watching all this going on and, and he goes over and starts humping Ed's leg and you just got to let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Clark, oh if, he, my God. if he happens to latch on to you, the best thing to do is just let him finish. <laughs> let him finish. <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, well, how, anyway, how, how, how is this going? Uh, yodeling man. Are we doing okay? How, how do you think we're doing? Well, okay. I'll take that for us. That's something. I don't know. Um, well, Mike, final thoughts on this. This is a truly bizarre, bizarre case. Very bizarre, but very fascinating. Very fascinating. Um, I mean, are we simply talking about a mental illness here? Are we talking about lycanthropy, uh, where you know people act like they're you know like they're an animal? If are it's these... a mental Ill illness, it's an extreme mental illness. Oh my God! Tell me about it. You know, and, and what's strange though is that the the um, the cycles that it goes through, there's nothing set like any certain amount of time. You know, it's like any time, anything between uh, months or, or years, you know, it's like what triggers this to happen? Mm -hmm. You know, is it some, you know, is it just when it happens to, to come out or is there something that we don't know of that actually triggers us at a, a you know, at a certain time? I, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The underlying basis, the underlying trigger for this is is exactly is unknown. And you know, the idea of this supernatural strength, and this goes back to when he was nine, Mike. You right. know, pulling out these thick fence posts lodged into concrete as a nine year old. I mean, the interview <laughs> yeah. with Bill I saw earlier, you know, he's an adult, nineteen ninety two, and that when this interview was taking place was filmed. And he's like he says, like, I can't do that now as an adult. Yeah. Right. You know, you know, he, yeah. Even in a fit of, of extreme rage and extreme ad adrenaline mm -hmm. rush, I don't see how that could even be done. I mean, I, I'm not an expert on mm -hmm. things that happened during those times, but it just doesn't seem possible. And as Lorraine Warren also said, when you know she was quoting the officers, when you know the first attempt of you know trying to bring him down, essentially, they they described Bill's strength. As it was as if he was going through matchsticks in reference to the officers, yeah. just pushing over and busting through yeah. matchsticks like they were well, nothing. And one of the officers was actually hospital for like four days. Yeah. 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 I believe so. one, you know, and, okay. <laughs> and we all know, we all, okay. Well, the gentlemen in the audience know, Mike and I know what it feels like to um <clears throat> take take something in in the uh in the groin area oh, of us I thought you were going to say in the butthole Definitely not. I'm never <laughs> ever going to play that ever again. Don't um, ever play that clip again, yes. You need to turn Although off Although I did find it uh I came across it accidentally and sent it to you on you did. on TikTok. I, I had to. And I didn't even bother. <laughs> Destined to become a classic, I said. <laughs> You, anyway, go ahead. You need to turn off your notifications there. You keep on getting like, doo -doo 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 -doo. something's going yep. on there with your phone or something like it that. It shall stop. Mike's, it has stopped now. popular right now. But uh, <laughs> that actually, when the, the, the officers were trying to apprehend him again, another, one, another aspect of that was Officer Terry Fisher nailed him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he said that basically he goes, he let out this, <laughs> and then he just got angrier and stronger 
You know, that's mm. that's no joke. I mean, again, was that would have put me down. He, it, it would put anybody down. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sounding kind of silly, you know, but it's think about that. That's that kind of adds a little legitimacy to it. Where I, he, I would he, think so. He just flies through, almost just kind of pushes it aside, like, okay, whatever. I'm not feeling anything right now because. Yeah. But again, if a if the adrenaline is so high, right. I mean, you know, people right. can lift cars for God's sake. So. Oh sure, yeah. But but there's got to be something that that uh, an event that usually triggers that. You know, right. all of a sudden, this nine year old kid has this cold feeling freezing sweat on his body and he's able to do that that you know that's totally yeah it came out of nowhere different yeah came out of nowhere so it's very very intriguing um i I don't know what i i really don't know what i think about this one mike um yeah if this was one of our if this was our upcoming last call yay or nay no shades of gray it'd be difficult for me i don't know it would be it would be for me too definitely so i think we did a good we did a good thing by deciding to make this the focus of this episode and not the last call because I'm straddling the fence, Mike. Yeah. I, there's yeah. there's parts of me that absolutely think it's especially when it comes to demonic possession. You know, you hear about shapeshifters, you hear about the power of of demons, you know, inhabiting the bodies of the unfortunate and what they're able to do to people and contort their bodies and make them do physical things that would seemingly be impossible. Um, if you believe in that stuff, which I do, mm-hmm. and then there's the idea of simple, uh, bizarre, extremely powerful mental illness, and then there's the idea that it's a, it's a complete hoax. I mean, yeah, ah, Ed and Lorraine, tough. you know, I mean, they would have, I, they would have spotted that. I think. I mean, they would have, well, especially with Lorraine, you know, saying that she's seen an actual physical transformation begin. Yeah, that's. That's the thing. You know, That's the thing. That, yeah. Well, uh, this has been fun, Mike. Um, as sad as it may sound, the episode's coming to an end. Uh, thank you very much. This has been a uh, just a bizarre topic, but I love it. I don't know where, where I'm sitting on it, man. I really don't know where I'm sitting. I hope Bill Ramsey, if he's still alive, is doing well. Yeah, um, or in a very well-built cage. Yeah, or he's buried deep down in a... Well. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh, shit. Mike, before we wrap this up, um, just a couple minutes uh, briefly. We should mention the UAP, the UAP congressional hearings that they had uh, oh, sure. last yeah. week. Um, it, it would be... It, Unfortunately, it, I missed well, all yeah, of it. Yeah, it's... I'm I'm just saying it would be a uh, shame on us if we didn't at least mention mention it. Uh, yeah, they had the first public open hearings on uh UAP, the UAP phenomena. You know, hopefully slowly disclosure may be happening slowly but ever so surely and all that stuff and we're finally going to learn the truth. Um long story short, I and while I think this is a step in the right direction, finally and it's the, it's the ever important first tiny, tiny, tiny little step. That's exactly what it was. This was basically a mm-hmm. whole hyped up bunch of nothing. Yeah. That's, oh, I'm sure that's the way it's going to be mm-hmm. for a while. That's the way it might always be. That's the thing. I mean, you know, it's it was. Let's, let's let them think that we're uh, making progress and it'll satisfy them for a little while. Oh, man, you know it. <laughs> A I little while—that's the thing. A little while, you know. But let them keep doing that because the more of these these people and these high up individuals that come in and testify mm-hmm. and talk about these things, it's got to take it somewhere. And you'd think someone who, you know, if if for whatever reason people are holding back and they're they're not giving you the full truth, you know, and they're and they're walking around their answers and. You know, walking back their answers and so on and so forth. Even if that is, if that is the case, you would hope that sometime, someday, soon, someone of prominence is just going to say, "I'm sorry for swearing." They're going to say, "Fuck it." I'm just mm-hmm. going to tell you what I know. 
yep. and I'm going to face the ramifications. You know, that mm-hmm. that's what it's going to take, isn't it? I mean, someone's just going yeah. to have to freaking have the balls to finally just say something. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I was watching uh, some ancient aliens today and they were talking about disclosure and everything. And, um, uh, and they showed some hearings from previous that they had done. And, uh, during the time when Clinton and, uh, um, uh, Trump were going at it head to head, you know, for the presidency, yep. um, Clinton had supposedly had mentioned something from what I understand about, you know, getting to the bottom of it, getting to the bottom of, of the UFO story, you know, going in and, you know, even if she would have went in and, uh, and said to the, at the Pentagon, I want to know everything. And if I don't find out you're all fired, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. But then Trump gets in and, and he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> you know, he doesn't care if people want to know anything like that. So yeah. it, it, I, it was totally lost. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, whether Hillary Clinton would have followed through, who knows, or how far she could have gotten. But, you know, at least there might have been more of a chance there. But it, it boils down to a lot of different things that have to come together for it to actually happen. I know. I agree, Mike. And and the thing is, that's kind of scary, too, is like I personally believe that even the president of the United States would be in the dark when it comes to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's that. um, Yeah. And it's that's just how it works. That's how it rolls. That's how it that's I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but that's just right. I think that is partially true. But, you know, in the best case scenario anyway, or in a better, you know, whatever, um, at least. There's more people talking about it. There's more people exposed to it. The word is getting around more. I mean, I mean, they even changed the name for some reason from UFO to UAP. You know, yeah, UAPs. I mean, what is that? Does that fit better in the in this mm-hmm. era time frame? You know no, what it is. You know what it is. They were worried. They were worried about offending all forms of saucers. So <laughs> they were offended yeah. by, you know, or they were worried about offending all sorts of unidentified flying objects. I mean, it's, it's, I get what you're saying, Mike. It's like, are they, are they even expanding all this proper terminology or what is accepted as proper term- terminology just yeah. because they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings? Is, is, yeah. is UFO offensive now or something? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I, I think, know. I think Trump, I think Trump would have loved to have gone gone into a deep dive on aliens only if they would have promised him like a golf course on Mars or something like oh, that. Oh, sure. You know, named after him, of course. <laughs> well, you know, we could ask Stormy Daniels uh, when she's on if she if she's ever ah uh, yeah absolutely breached that subject with the man. Yes, we did mention. It's so funny how that worked. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up because we did mention that uh, finally a couple episodes ago, the, the week before Stormy was scheduled to be on the show, and you know it is now we need to reschedule because she was booked for a. Uh, television program, some sort of right. work. She did. It wasn't adult work. It was up some some other right. program that she was filming that day, and this was booked. This was scheduled after she had agreed to appear in our podcast. So we right. are in the process of rescheduling that. We have yeah. though a bunch of really awesome, cool interviews lined up for the summer. We can't wait to absolutely let you all in on that. So um, we're excited about that for sure. Yeah, um, have we talked tuned. about that at all, or given given? an idea of where where, where this nice list of guests well, are coming when, from when i have it all lined up um yeah when i have a few more of them lined up and and set in stone then i want yeah. then yeah. i want to bring it up so yeah um, but the deal is set i mean absolutely. we are getting a yeah i mean uh, yeah and we do have the first of guests of that yes coming up next month uh yes yes next yeah. month so, so um, look the forward first, to that the first of many. It's going to be cool. Well, Mike, let's wrap this up. Thank you again yes. so much. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Hey, if you guys enjoy the podcast, uh, you would love our Patreon page. I guarantee you would love it. You can join love, 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 you can love. Join and listen to all of our, well, not all of them, but most of them for as little as a buck a month. If you want to, you, sub- you can subscribe for five bucks a month and you can have access to everything we have over 225 exclusive posts including 44 exclusive episodes recorded solely for patreon video and audio content from our own personal ghost hunting investigations we have more stuff to add this saturday that's going to be a blast oh we're gonna have a good time this saturday tomorrow Uh, tomorrow man tomorrow that's going to be ghost hunting trip 
and I don't I don't say it lightly, I don't say it flippantly, and I know everyone I, I, I hope no one gets sick of me saying this. But you know, if you like this the podcast, please help support us. Tell a friend, join the Patreon page, give it a shot. No obligations. You can try it out for a month. If you don't like it, you can go away. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or not go right away, now, but you, you can stop you can stop <laughs> subscribing. But um, and the way it is right now is you get a cool little sticker. Well, that's awesome, isn't it? Though, you come put on, it on your like... car. <laughs> I keep getting an email in my email saying that I need to update something because I, they were going to send mine to me. Yeah, and they can't because I don't know. There's something wrong with my information or something, so I got to fix that. Yeah, Mike has problems with uh, <laughs> things. technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The story of Bill Ramsey, the South End werewolf, truly bizarre, truly unique, and uh, man. Legit demonic possession, legit werewolf. Let us hoax, know what you think. Or simple mental illness. Let us know what you think. Um, until next time, boys and girls. Mike, what do our paranormal pals need to do? Peace out.